Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters. Genius artificer Dr. Frankenstein is looking for volunteers to serve as test subjects in his latest experiments. You see the same flyer in the inside shirt pocket of this halfling that you have gotten as well to come here to the experiment. Oh shit. You think they got chopped up in the experiment and they got reanimated? That's exactly what I'm thinking. You come into this hallway and as the hallway opens up, you see a familiar figure at the end of the hallway. Millie, you you made it. As the door seals shut into place, a little mechanical clock pops down from the ceiling and you see a countdown from 120 seconds begin. A gas starts to enter into the room from vents in the flooring. I uh, smash all of that together and then I pour it into a couple of vials. Millie downs hers. Cheers to Dr. Frankenstein. I don't drink one. Everybody but Awen takes it, and you notice right as you're swallowing it, Awen just drops to the ground unconscious. What? He falls into a deep sleep. Awen, you blasted fool. You made it all for us. Why wouldn't you just drink the thing? I get on the ground next to him and I do this with his mouth, like mm. so it's like I squeeze it so it's slightly open. Like a duck face. And then I'm like, we're d- I've had to do this too many times. And then I pour it, I pour it into his mouth. And I'm rubbing his, I'm rubbing his throat <laughs> like a baby. Oh my god! Oh like my a baby god. to swallow it. Uh, would you two? Would you two both do like a medicine check for me? Can I get a throat rub check, please? <laughs> a nine. Eighteen. <laughs> oh shit i'm not good at rolls <laughs> oh bertram's rolls are so great uh with that eight <laughs> so you had like a partial success with that um so i will not say this like revives him completely but you still you see him starting to come out of the stupor but mm-hmm. he's not able to stand up so it's kind of like he is not asleep anymore. He's very drowsy, but he's much like someone who's just coming out of a medically induced coma where you're like, oh. All right. So, uh, Awen, you can talk, you can speak, but you cannot stand up or move. Penelope, in one of the alcoves, did, did you grab some kind of poison resistance? Or is that what we just made anyways? So it doesn't matter. No, it, we, we, we made, okay, we made cure poison we made this potion of enhanced ability. ability and we combined them and it made freedom of movement. Penelope, did you grab anything from one of the alcoves that was about no. poison? No. Okay. We only have the ointment, which can uh, heal boo-boos, but that's about it. Y'all got any more of that purple stuff? <laughs> <laughs> we got to get him away from this give gas. Me that, this is give not Give me that helping. purple drink. Bertram. Give me that purple drink. Yes. Bertram. Yes. Remember what we talked about with lifting things? 
that this I'm not very good at shine, it. This is your time Bertram. Nope, this is your Take moment. Me into your arms, Bertram. <laughs> no, Lift right, me onto right. your shoulders, Bertram. All right, I think you all should right. wear him like a backpack. Wear him like a backpack. All right, try and hurl him onto my back so his, so his, so his feet are dangling behind me. As you heave him onto your shoulders, the door on the opposite side of the room um, makes a loud click sound, and it swings open for you to proceed through. And I say, Penny, Penny, go ahead and give it to me since I'm carrying this man. What, you want the... Oh, yeah, you you fully have room to carry it. No, I'll carry this one for you. I've got it. Bertram, Bertram, you're going too slow, man. You got to get through the door. Come on. Come on now. Push. Come on a little faster now. Come on. I will start shoving... I will start pouring more of this potion down your throat and shaking you if that's what it takes. The two of you proceed out the door bickering like an old married couple. And Penelope, you of course do not fail to remember the alcove next to the door. And you reach in and you find a potion of superior healing. Pew, pew. How about you just give that to Eowyn right now? Maybe that would fix him. I don't need any healing. I'm I good. I think he'll wake up like when we this. get away from the glass. Uh, you the gas. said it was Eowyn, for all you of are us. still unable to move. <laughs> You're still being carried him. And, pe- and leaving penny. the room does not fix it. It doesn't Penny, fix we, it. We are going to need all of us if we're going to survive. You know, you didn't have that three minutes ago. Pour it into his throat, please. <laughs> I could use a rest, Bertram. Sure, we don't want to yeah. just leave him here. No, what do you mean, leave me here? <laughs> no. Oh my god, oh, is just, this how the three of you have been this entire I'm time? I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then I, I, I just hand Bertram the ointment and I, or the healing, and I say. <sighs> So got so quickly, now it's gone. And with him on my shoulder, with his head like on my shoulder next to my head, I think I'm gonna try and like tilt it back and try and like shove it into his into his mouth beside me. All right. Mm-hmm. And drink the medicine. The... Drink drink it down. That's a good boy. That's a good lad. As the potion trickles down your throat, you feel warmth and feeling slowly tingle back into all of your extremities, your whole body, and you can slowly move again. Bertram, and your head I don't becomes think it clear. Worked, man, I don't think it worked. I still can't move. I don't know what to do. Can you keep carrying I, me? I can't move. I instantly <laughs> dro- I instantly drop him so if you, you can I just fall to the ground. <laughs> I just fall to the ground. Bertram, <laughs> gotta commit. Help! help. <laughs> Did that potion not? And, I just, and then I stand up. I stand up, and we go through. All the next right, door. all right. Before we go into the next room, I think we should maybe stop for a second, and all get on the same page here, and pool together all our information that we have. Um, Number one: Why am I not being carried still? The you can need to walk, know. sir. You can walk. I, I do um, appreciate the potion. What did we learn, Eowyn? Maybe we should learn. We shouldn't be super confident when facing poison so we don't lose useful antidotes. Does that seem reasonable? I've, I've, been, down and, and I've been down and whisper into Eowyn's ear, but a loud kind of obnoxious whisper so everyone can hear still. <laughs> By the way, in case you didn't hear, Penelope did consider leaving you in there. She might play it off as a joke, but I'm not, I'm not too sure. I had to twist her arm to give you that potion, so you're well, I welcome, it, Bertram. So. Thank you. Um, so, Millie, in that past room when we were reading all of the different languages, you read something that was celestial, yes? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can read celestial. Well, it turns out that uh, our friend Awen has a baggie full of whores 
that uh, has a celestial written on it. If you want to pull out your little baggie of terror. What? I mean, I, I've never... You said baggie of horrors, bag... but I just heard baggie of whores. <laughs> Stupid whore It's bag. the accent. It's a baggie of whores. Hose. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, Bertram. The, the teeth had runes on them. Oh. The metal had celestial on it. The metal that... You thought we didn't notice you took from oh, the body, oh, but you definitely took. Metal you took <gasps> gas. Oh. Wait, what body? What are you guys talking about? Well, it you was see, the halflings I told you about. The one Bertram that came from. Wait, Millie, you, you guys no, dug no. into one of those bodies? Millie. He was digging These through it like it was animals. No, no, no. That is ungentlemanly. Like Thanksgiving dinner. And, but Millie, I'm going to give them this. It was strange. These halflings, we killed one and realized they were part metal, part man. I've never seen anything like it. So, yes, two things to remember. These two are monsters. And okay. yes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dr. Frankenstein whoa. is doing something wild. Oh, Mr. Frankenstein. that I have aligned myself with. Well, Hey, that's your choice, sister. I, I, I think right now this is a marriage of convenience right now. All of us have to work together to get out of here, but... I mean, clearly, Please, like, like, for, the, for the record, for the record, guys, if anything happens to me, do not take my teeth out of my cranium. Do not do anything to my body. That is just flipping weird. I lean over to Bertram. She does have some really nice molars. <laughs> I, I will say, doc, clearly, clearly, Dr. Frankenstein is taking pieces together and reassembling people, which is horrific. So me taking that metal deprived him of being able to reconfigure that poor creature again. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was doing I was doing that creature a favor and Whatever it just so happened to fell yourself. into my pocket. But anyways, uh, yes. The, oh, Bertram. look, here it is. Do you, no, I can't hear you. Here is the, the piece of metal. Uh, do you, can you make heads or tails of this? Yeah, she, she takes the, the metal um, gingerly in her paw, like as if like not knowing what to do with it. But she peers closely at it. This celestial just says life within death on it like over and over again. Well, that mm. makes sense, I suppose. Ominous. Do you understand runes, Millie? You seem to understand quite a lot. Th- there's a lot that I've I've learned. Just I that's kind of my thing. I, I'm I, I want to learn more and more, and I'm always looking for stuff. I I couldn't give a crap about treasures and stuff, but I I want to learn stories and I want to learn new things. So yeah, um, in my travels, I got somebody to teach me a little bit of celestial, and I've been kind of been an autodidact in that since. And it kind of helps know. when you're aligned with a sea hag, too. I mean, she, she drops me some, some good knowledge every so often, too. I mean, in exchange for, you know, my loyalty and lifelong subservience. But, I mean, uh, I align no, with I, I didn't hag. have to give my, my, my soul. Anyways, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to it. Look, if we make it through here alive, we'll buy each other some drinks. We'll share some stories, have some laughs, um, and then yeah, carry have, on with our way but we got to get out of here first guys chit chatting a lot well, i don't want to die in here come on well hold on before we go on again like i said that was one thing the last thing penelope you you mentioned something earlier about the backpack that i found and you mentioned a name that that awen and i didn't didn't know it was it was kermit or something i don't know oh, oh kerwin 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 yes who who is that? Was that someone that was here? That, that some poor soul that might be turned into a monster himself? 
Well, I don't think we have to worry about him anymore, but Kerwin is a lizard person I met after you two went to go not sleep in the same room. I uh, <laughs> What? I You guys are freaks. I mm-hmm. like you. Welcome to the club. It was an innocent <laughs> evening of looking deeply into each other's eyes all night long. Nothing more. Oh, who hasn't more. done that? Don't worry about that. Exactly. Tantric. Go on. Go on. Well, I went to the roof to find a place to camp out. And I met this lizard person named Kerwin, who seemed very confused, who was looking for his friend Gavin. I was having no luck in finding him and was wandering the city in, in search of him, asked me for my help. There was nothing I could do. And he, was, he entered the castle right before us. So I remember the backpack. I remember the man. Uh, I'm assuming from the state in which we found the backpack, though, Kerwin is no more. Mm. And, his, and his friend, we, for all we know, he might be in here, too. Mm-hmm. This Gavin fellow. The, the chameleon kind of like, uh, you see him kind of like a kind of poof, like he, he's as if like he's just like poofing like from one area to the other. And so he poofs like right next to Millie. You hadn't even noticed him go away. And he's holding yet another parchment paper in his little, I don't know what you call the, the little cute hands that chameleons have where it's just like two so two cute. parts together mandibles. <laughs> tiny it. claws kind of thing. yeah they're little little hand claws mandibles the, the um pincers. he's holding it in his hand and he like lifts it up to millie and he's like hey by the way you you didn't you didn't see this in the room i grabbed this for you um and so she picks it up and she reads this out loud she's like it's it's in the same handwriting as the other stuff i found guys and she reads out loud you may easily perceive wd that i have suffered great and unparalleled misfortunes I had determined at one time that the memory of these evils should die with me, but you have won me to alter my determination. What in the hell is going on in here? And who the hell is W.D.? I don't know. I, nothing rings a bell. Anyway. This writer sounds self-involved. I think we need to be aware. Yeah. All right. Okay. If there's nothing well, else, continue we on? can continue on to the next room then. All right. She pockets the note along with the other one. Um, And then as you go through this next doorway, this by far is the largest room that you have encountered. It's a massive dome carved out of the rock of the mountain, and it's a radius of at least 80 feet. At the far end of the entryway stands a massive, magnificent door, and uh, Millie kind of whistles to herself under her breath, like, whew, I wonder if this is the last room or something. You can see the walls are still rough stone, but the floor is flattened and polished to a glimmering sheen. And into the floor are carved five massive murals of winged warriors. On the back wall are five large vessels in five different colors. Blue, red, yellow, green, and white. Each of them has water, and that water has been dyed the same color as the vase. So we're, we're in a big room, and in the middle are, la- are five large vessels with different colors? In the middle of the floor, in the middle of the room, on the floor, it's carved five murals. And so mm-hmm. as you walk up to it, you see that those carved, like, indented murals mm-hmm. are murals of winged warriors. Like, it just, you know, like when you walk through like the Haunted Mansion, and, it, yeah. like, you know, you walk past those things, and it always looks like it's mm-hmm. looking at you, because it's yeah. so that sort of effect. Um, and then on the back wall, 
um, on either side of the large ornate doors, you have five large vessels. On the left, you see blue, red, and yellow. On the right, you see green and white. And in those vessels, those large vases, is water. And the water has been dyed the same color as the vase. Yeah, I'd take a look around and um, I guess like, I'd like to make a perception check. Sure, go ahead. I'm looking for any... I guess strange things or things out of the ordinary. I rolled a 21. Okay. The thing that catches your eye um, is that when you look down at the murals on the ground, um, you, you see that these are not just like any regular people. These are devas, which oh, are shoot. of the like celestial. Yeah, they're of the celestial type. They're, they're angels. And so you would recognize these as devas. In fact, you would have heard of each of these and you know that... They are aligned with certain prismatic colors of the rainbow, <laughs> but each each one of the warriors is aligned with a different color. Hmm. Well, do you think? So, do you think it's something where we have to match the color to the to the angel? Do we have to pour out the the water man. on on the ground? I, I, That's I'm, a good I idea. Don't know. That's a good idea. You want to try it first? Pretty clever, Mister Bertram. Bertram, go okay. get the white one. All right. I grab, I grab the white one. Which, Wait, how do we know? Which one is the... How do we know which one goes where? Millie, do you know... Do you, you seem to know a lot about celestial things. Do, do you know which one goes to which color? Mm, I know a couple of them. So I know that white goes to that dude in the middle, the one with the spear, the golden spear. The white goes with that guy. So, so I t- I'll, why don't I'll t- you pour that water in there? So I'll take, yeah, I'll take the, the vase and I'll pour like... A little bit of it, just like a splash. I don't want to do too much because I'm afraid if I pour the whole thing out, I don't know what would happen. Uh, nothing happens. And she said, "Yeah, I'll just pour and, the whole uh, thing. Just go we're for it. Go big, this. guy. Go big, dude. Just All put right. it in there. Let's do, this. Let's All do right. it. Oh, everyone, splash calm it in, down. <laughs> and I dump out the whole thing. Okay, nothing, nothing happens. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, hmm. "Well, there went our Walter now." And if I'm remembering correctly, the green goes with the guy on the far left, the first one who's holding the flaming shield. Well, that white didn't seem to do anything. Are, are we assuming that maybe it's maybe, maybe it won't do all of them? Yeah, maybe if we do all of them, it would open up. Who knows? Maybe. If it's even working. You guys want to try? Let's do it. Maybe we all have to have one at the same time. We already dumped out one. Why don't we each get one of the colors and then we go and dump it together at the okay, same time? Okay, but I, I really, I don't know where the blue, red, and yellow go. Um, well, let's do the other one that we do know. So let's knock out okay. the, the green. Yeah, I go, and, I go and grab the green vase, uh, okay. the vessel, and I pour it into the, okay. into the diva. Can you describe what, I'm sorry, does anything happen when that happens? The same thing? Mm-mm, no. Okay. Can you describe maybe what the other uh, murals look like? The red, the red, yellow, and blue? Maybe well, they're any- not colored. They're not colored. So Oh, I'm sorry. The, yeah. So you have filled in the green with the diva to the uh, far left. So diva number one, I should say. And you have filled in the whites with diva number three, the one smack dab in the middle. So... Uh, mural diva murals numbers two, four, and five are still unfilled. Diva number two has a sword held aloft in one arm, 
and a sword um, hidden behind his other back where you can see like the um, the point like over his shoulder. Uh, Diva number four is simply holding a pair of uh, a scale. Um, and then in that scale, you can see that it is um, uneven one side over the other. And then Diva number five is holding an apple in one hand and looks like he's just about to bite it. How about all three of you roll for me a history or a religion check? Nineteen. Three. Eight. Awen, you would have heard of the the diva that is holding the apple, and you know that although apples are red, he's actually aligned with the color blue. Hey guys, I think uh, I think that the blue. Feel free to this, come up with a name on your own. I think this this one is called Rasputin, and I think it's the blue one. I'm pretty sure from back in my training that uh, we learned well, about. Last that time info. we went with your hunch, it didn't go so well. You know that's so true, <laughs> but also I'm pretty sure. <sighs> but also, you know, I'm right. Oh. I, I say go for it. Well, you, you seem confident. I appreciate your humility. I've got no other ideas. Might as well. And I, I go over and I confidently take the blue one and I just dump it onto the, the diva, the Rasputin diva. Cool. Nothing happens, but you fill it in. So what? that leaves two left, a red and a yellow vase. And you have diva number two with the two swords and diva number four with the uneven scale. There's red and yellow left. Did one of those have the apple in it? That was the only thing that maybe indicated. Nope. For, no. Oh, shoot. No, that okay. was the one he just did. Glad I didn't go that route. I was like, red for an apple? Why don't we try like a one drop of, of each of them and put it one in the other? You know what I mean? Am I making sense? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yes, you do. I'm you not, did use words. I'm not sure if that... That if, worked in a sentence. I'm not sure if, it's, if, it's, if a drop or if even, if even a drop of the wrong color goes in there, if it wipes everything clean and you have to start over, I'm not sure, but it could be worth a shot. We could try. What I, I mean, have you ever heard of these divas before? Neither, I rolled a three, were. so no. Is there I any mean, other? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else? The only in the divas room? I know oh. are the type that sing. Uh, I'm gonna go and look at the door. I'm gonna see if I see anything on the door. Or like, I don't know. You no, you don't see anything on the door. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but you you do test the door, and it is definitely locked. Okay. Uh. So it's there's the one with the sword, and so maybe that's blood, and we could put the red one there. And then yellow scale, kind of equanimity, you know, middle of the way. I don't know. Is this something we should just guess at or is there anything we're not checking out? That's what I'm stuck. Like, is there anything else we should be doing? No, you, I, I gave you some, I gave you help with Millie and I gave you checks to do and you failed so those checks. So you, you got, this is a guessing game for you right now. 50-50. Right, I do. But then again, it wasn't obvious with the apple was blue. So there weren't like the, the yeah. items were not indicative. Were we keeping track at all? I mean, we can just pour, but trying to be clever and trying to like do a puzzle. Did we get the order of like one, two, three, four, five, and which in those was the color? Like maybe that adds oh, up to something, no. or maybe I could you know, be overthinking end, this. Guess. I could be yeah, overthinking this. Let's just pour this. one. Okay, I go and pour the blue. The I go pour the red one onto the swords. What does Aowen say to to convince us all to stop bickering? I don't. 
I just go and grab it. <laughs> you do that. Fair enough. Well, I, might as well I, I grab the other one and pour it. Might as well. I, I, I'll, yeah. I'll save. I'll save. Like I don't want to pour the whole thing out in case I need to try it on the other one, though. Uh, as soon as you pour both of those in and all of the mural basins are filled, all of them light up from the bottom and a loud clank is heard throughout the room as one bolt in the door unlocks. Turning around, because your backs have been to the door, um, you see the door just slowly slide open, and on the other side of that door, you see three figures. Shakily entering into the room, you see one halfling, one warg, and one lizard folk with a very cute vest embroidered in really large letter, the letter G. (laughs) Gavin! We found Gavin! Gavin, is that you? Well, that's not great. So, so did did we solve the puzzle? Or did we lose the puzzle? Roll initiative. Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. I just want to say thank you so much for listening, and I'm so glad you're here. I would love to ask you to please rate and subscribe, because when you do that, more people find our show. And without your help, we're probably just going to exist in the oblivion of nothing. So that really means the world if you guys would reach out, rate, subscribe. We would also love it if you could find us on Instagram and Twitter at Show. And at both of those sites, you can give us feedback, as well as give us ideas for cool loot, for NPCs, and even possible stories to feature in upcoming adventures, as long as those stories are existing in public domain. So now, back to the adventure. I'm looking up what a warg is. What the hell is that? Oh, it's like a wolf thing, right? Yeah, it's like a pretty scary wolf. Guys, I think that's Gavin. There is I a big G on his vest. What it's gave it away? <laughs> I feel like you're mocking me, Mr. Bertram, and I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, tell me your rolls. 22. 15. 10. 10, okay. Is this the same halfling that escaped us earlier? Yes. You should hold up the, his friend's, his companion's teeth as a war cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to like throw them at their head. Let's not die, guys. I have uh, 5 HP right now. Oh, I have to roll for Millie, too. Okay. What else yeah, HP I'm at? A spell slot. I'm not doing good. I have 10. I'm at max. 10's pretty good. Kimmy, what's your HP right now? Now, if I was supposed to affect it at all last round, I didn't. I don't think. I think I'm the only one who got hit. I think I'm the only one who got hit. Nine. Oh yikes! Ready to go? go. You guys ready? All right, Penelope, you are first up. So, what are you going to do now? Remember, when we are in battle, um, you can do on your turn. You can do a move, like you can move whatever. So it looks like with you, you have like thirty feet, so you can move up to thirty feet. Um, You can take an action. 
And actions can include attacking, casting a spell. Um, you can dodge if you want. Uh, if, if you like have no move to make, but you just want to avoid getting hit. You can help mm-hmm. someone hide, ready. There's so many things you can do. So um, it's it really the limit is your creativity and I'm there to give you guidelines. But Amazing. The, the idea is when it's your round, it's like six seconds. So what can you do in the realm of six seconds of time? Um, I have crossbows, so I'm going to, mm-hmm. or I have a short bow, so I'm going to shoot an arrow at the halfling. Okay. And I say, um, and I say, should have got you that last time, you little bastard. And I shoot. Okay. And then I roll, what side die do I roll again? You're going to roll a d20, and you're going to add your dex modifier. And uh, are you proficient in the short bow? Proficient. Um, I have short bow, bow. It's plus two. One d6. Okay. Yeah. One, two, 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 two. Yes. So you would do a plus six to your hit. Plus six. Got it. So mm-hmm. I roll, roll this. Roll a d20 plus six. plus six. Yeah. All right. I roll 26. Yeah, Dang. that hits. Nat 20. Was that a nat 20? Yeah. You rolled a oh, nat yeah. 20? That's double. Oh, my okay, God. Girl. My dude. That is, yeah, you are going to now get double damage with that. Hell, yeah, let's, I've just killed this guy in one shot, right? Net oh. Well, let's, let's see if you do that. Okay, so your short bow <laughs> is a 1d6. So you'll ro- roll mm-hmm. 1d6 and then double that score. Then 1d6, okay, so that's a six-sided die? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All it's right. It's like the typical die that. that you would use for Monopoly or other board games. It's the score. All one. right, I rolled Damn. a three, so that's six. So, yeah, six, okay. Um, yeah, that definitely. And then like, I have a plus two attack bonus. That's just to attack. That's not to uh, damage. Do yeah. damage. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. Good job. So, yeah, bro. you you uh, aim and it strikes true and it just hits him straight in the shoulder, but he doesn't seem to even flinch at it. He just looks down at it, looks back up at you, emotionless. Our dear friend Gavin, now that we have found him, is up next, and. Gavin is going to take his quarterstaff that he's holding, and he's going to rush at you, Awen, and try and hit you. Come at me. That would be a four against AC. Let me guess. That does not hit? Yeah. Okay. So he just, he does a big old whiff. He's a, (sighs) just does not well. But Awen, it is your turn. You have Gavin in your face. Yep, uh, I cast Shillelagh as a reaction, and I ca- and I use Shillelagh on Gavin. So that's going to be a twenty-two against AC. Yeah, that'll hit. And that is seven damage. Okay, you take a chunk from his uh, his torso. I'll say from that, like just rip it off. Millie is up next, and she is going to cast sleep on the warg. And so with sleep, uh, it's going to send him into a magical slumber, kind of what you were uh, undergoing in that other room with the gas, Mm. Awen. Um, So he is going, let's see how this is. I'm learning some new stuff with Millie. There's, oh my gosh. I love this. Really? This is only like a level one spell? This is awesome. It says this spell sends creatures into a magical slumber. Roll 5d8. The total is how many hit points of creatures this spell can affect. Um, Okay. So I'm going to roll 5d8. 
21. So she's going to not knock him out completely, but he is so, like, he's barely hanging on. He's so drowsy. Um, so he's just, like, going to take disadvantage on his next attack, which he is up next. So the warg um, is going to try and lazily trounce over to you, Bertram, and take a bite out of your leg. Um, so let me roll with disadvantage since he is barely awake. All right, five versus AC. You're lucky because the first one would have definitely hit. Uh, so goodness. he also misses. And Bertram, you're up next. Since the warg is uh, sleepy and has disadvantage on attacks, would he also have advantage on attacks taken against him? No, um, he's he's still kind of like upright. He's not like prone or anything like that. So no, you wouldn't have advantage at all. Okay. Here's what I, I what I'd like to do, but I don't know if it's a smart move. I like the idea of taking one of those empty those empty vases and maybe like sticking it on like the warg's head so he's like stuck and can't see. <laughs> Incapacitated. But, but I don't know if that's like that's so straight creative. up if that's like a strength and I'm not I'm not very strong. Would no, that- what you're going to have to do actually is roll dexterity because you're going to have to just quickly fit it on his head um, and jam it on there as he's, I mean, he's able to dodge. So if you have a high enough dex score on this, I'll say you're able to, as he moves, fit it on and over his head. Uh, it sounds like a kind of a funny move, so I'm going to go for it. This is it sounds okay, kind of roll unique. dex. 16. Yeah, you're able to do that. So you have now fit this thing over him, and uh, it not only impedes, it also he's going to start to suffocate because these vases aren't that big, and he's a warg. So right. you somehow fit it on his head, and he That's will start move. to be suffocating. Uh, the halfling is up next, and this halfling is going to rush at Penelope with his scimitar. And he's going to try and hack off part of your leg. What a big knife for what a little what guy. What the heck? Uh, four versus AC. I'm just doing some great rolls here, mm. people. Great rolls. rolls. All right. So the halfling also misses. Penelope, you are up. Whew. Thank God. All right. So the halfling is like right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's at your leg. Hit him where it hurts. Leg? So I guess I can't do sneak attack. No. I probably should. No, this is definitely. Stab him. Yeah. I'm going to stab with my rapier. Stab that mother. I'm going to stab it. So I use, I roll the d20. Mm-hmm. I roll a three. Yeah, even with any kind of modifications to that, <laughs> oh, no, that does not hit. Oh, and that just misses wide. So both of you just well, whiffed on one another. It's like you're exchanging whiffs. And it's it so is short. beautiful. Went over his head. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm standing there blinking in surprise. Mm-hmm. Gavin is going to whirl around and throw his dagger at you, Penelope. Okay. And that is... At two, Gavin. Eight versus AC, so that swings wide, uh, and it just sails past your head. A, when you're up. Okay, so next to me is Gavin still? Yes. Okay, and he's turned around from me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, his back is to you. All right. So would you say that's like advantage on the attack? Mm-hmm. That is Sick. definitely All right. I'm a, I'm a, with my little shillelagh whack, I just smack him upside of his head. 
and that is a 17 to hit. Yeah, that hits. All right. So I I hit him really hard between his shoulder blades, mm-hmm. and I say, take that, Mr. Zombie Man, and it's uh, four <laughs> damage as I smack the crap out of his back. Okay. He's yep. not going to be able to get out of bed tomorrow. You gave him a little bruise. How dare you? Millie is up next, and she is uh, going to go also after Gavin and with her claws. So she is going to jump on him and try and sink them into his neck. Claws out tonight. Oh, yeah. Uh, 20 versus AC, so it's Dang. a dirty 20. Um, so she hits on that one, and she is going to do four damage. With her claws, so she sinks no him whammies. in real quick, and he is looking uh, pretty bloody. And mm. Kimmy, when when I describe someone as looking bloody, that means they're reduced to about half of their hit points. About so they're they're just they're starting to go down. The warg is up next, and uh, he is going to turn on you, Awen, and rush at you and try and bite you. Got a okay. vase on that guy's head. Yeah, so he's going to Dis- take disadvantage, and he is uh, also. Not going to do well, but we'll try it. Uh, both of them will fail. And he is going to now with... Yeah, now that his, he's going to drop down another uh, two hit points. Because, once again, he is slowly fading. So he is barely there, guys. He's looking really, really bad. Nice like, move, Bertram. So sad. Bertram, you're up. Uh, I'm sorry if you already said it, but with a vase on his head now, does he have? Do I have advantage against him now? Yes, uh, you with the vase on his head now, you have advantage on him. Great. He cannot see; he's considered blinded. Um, he was trying to rush at where he thought Awen was, took disadvantage gotcha. of that, and he's also suffocating. So cool. there, there are a lot of things working against this warg. All right, I'm going to try and just take my quarter staff down on the uh, on his spine, just on his back. That Rock is a 15 to hit. That Ooh. hits. Okay, sweet, because the next one was a three. Three damage. And this is where I ask you to tell me and describe what it looks like. Tell me how you kill him. Just like I am in the classroom. Show, not tell. So I think the momentum of my quarterstaff coming down smack dab on the, on the back, I think it would definitely like stick in the back. And like smack the the warg onto the ground, and it would fall lifeless. And then I would pull it out, kind of like it gets like my quarterstaff is stuck in his back, and I would yank it out, and probably get some blood on myself. And again, I think <laughs> oh, I would mm-hmm. be shocked a little bit. It was like, oh, oh <laughs> no, I've killed another. Oh goodness, it's easy. What a day! Bertram. What a day! Yeah, Anna Bertram, you got this. Focus. And even as you're doing that, you, you pull your quarterstaff out of his back, which is now just like clearly broken in half. And you see wiring and other bolts start to stick out, too. And it's just kind of crackling with energy. But he is clearly limp and lifeless. Woohoo! You killed, uh, you killed another. Woohoo! The halfling is going to come at you, Bertram, uh, with his scimitar. And that is 11 versus AC. Nope. Okay. Back at the top again, Penelope. You have Gavin still, and he's bloodied. And you have the halfling, which is not doing too well. 
All right, I'm newer to this. Tell me if this works. Can I have Pip run between Gavin's legs? And then Gavin looks between his legs to see where Pip goes, and then I smack him over the head like a distraction tactic. You'd have to do animal handling for me to see if your animal does as you want him to do. Yeah, right, yeah the more see. components that are involved, like the more roles you'll have to do the for more... like each component. So like to do something really cool, you have to succeed on like three like roles or something like that. <laughs> but it's more fun. Yeah, it I mean, is. I lo- I visually. Love it. Mm. I love I the vision. Yeah, the image of that is pretty cool. All right, we're going for it. All right, animal handling. I rolled a 15. Yep, that'll do it. 15. All right. Okay, so, so Pip, yeah, Pip scurries between. Mm-hmm. Pip pops out, scurries between Gavin's legs. Gavin goes like a, huh? And like looks between his legs, <laughs> trying to see what just happened. And then I, and then I take my rapier and I slash at his neck, which is gross. I'm sorry, but it has to be it done. It just pops. It does. It All has right, to be so done. Go, 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 go. I rolled a 14 against, I'm assuming, his armor class. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I rolled a 14. And the attack bonus for my rapier is plus two. Does that go into oh, here? Yeah, or a different oh, yeah. Yeah. Right there. 16. Yeah, that definitely 16. hits. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Pulled it off. I know. And yes. the rapier is a D8. And I, uh, four. Yep, you well uh, you have that crash down, yeah. and he is just like bowed under it. He's able to stand back up, but very shaky and and jolty in his movements. Uh, Gavin is going to come after you, uh, Awen. Okay. And uh, this time he's going to take his quarter staff and go for your head. Okay. That but is fourteen in. versus AC. Ooh, hits. Hits. All right. Someone else gets to get. A blow against them. <laughs> Gets got. Not a blow. All right. That is three damage. All right. Okay. Millie is going to come after Gavin as well. Seems like, all right, he seems the weakest, so he seems the likeliest to hit. She's, uh, she's going to take a club and uh, just knock him upside the head from whoop, like do an upward sweeping motion and try to just bludgeon him senseless and that does not hit Ugh. Bertram you're up I'll go after Gavin also just seeing that he struck a blow against my friend Awen. I want to get some Thank payback you. on that lizard folk even though I also feel bad because he didn't <laughs> choose to be this monster that he is <laughs> 14 to hit. Nope. Does not hit. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. The, the halfling uh, is going to come after you, Penelope. Um, and it will take its crossbow. So it's going to turn around and aim its crossbow at you. Seven versus AC. Nope. Swings wide. Uh, Penelope, you're up. I know. I should Gavin or halfling? I don't know. Um, I'll try to finish off Gavin. Um, Gavin is is Gavin still in like swinging distance? Yes, he's still within swinging distance. You can also and move right thirty. Right. You can move so your you have advantage. Whatever your speed you is, are. you can still move. Like you can move that in your speed. Like if your speed's thirty feet, you can move up to that before you hit him. Mm-hmm. So. Even if he's not in range, you can still move, get over to him. You can still move up to 30 feet. Great. Yeah. I'm going to get over to Gavin and use my rapier and try to finish this guy. 
Finish him. Um. Oh, wait, no, that was the wrong die. Here we go. Oh, I rolled a 11. Does not hit. No, I biffed it. It does we not are. hit. In fact, as you swing, he catches it um, in his claw. Oh, gosh. And he turns to you and uh, he's like, resistance is futile. Give up now. And you notice the, the voice sounds slightly familiar. It, it's, it doesn't seem like, like the silly voice that uh, it was described to you. It's, it's a voice, though, that you had heard yesterday outside of the tavern. It's the voice of Dr. Frankenstein. Uh, Gavin's going to take uh, the rapier um, that you have in his claw, and he's going to try and wrench it from your hand. So we're going to do a strength contest. Whoa. So you're going to roll strength. What he doesn't know well is that she's me. the strongest one of the three. She pulled no. my whole weight earlier. Okay, uh, 16. Gavin rolled a 12, Boom. so he's unable to wrench it like from boss. your hand. She's okay. so cool. Look how cool she's she so is. Strong. So strong. Okay. Uh, Awen, you see this going on. You heard a voice emit from this reanimated corpse of a lizard folk, but you know that this is the voice of Dr. Frankenstein you heard uh, that morning, um, and you see him try to wrench this from her hands. And once again, this this small, diminutive woman uh, surprises you yet again with her strength. <gasps> <laughs> I guess. Oh my god. Oh my. Oh my god. Um so he doesn't grab the he doesn't grab the the weapon, right? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Yep. All right. So uh I'm assuming that um uh that Millie's or that um Penny is next to me and I am next to Gavin. Or mm-hmm. flanking, or flanking. Yes, okay, you're flanking so him. that would give me advantage. Would that give me advantage? Yes, that would. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smack, um, I'm gonna smack uh, Gavin right in the side of the head in the temple again, and that's gonna be twelve. That's gonna be twelve against AC. That does not hit. Okay. Uh, very, very close, but no, does not hit. Uh, Millie is up next and she is also going to go after Gavin. Uh, she is going to hit him again, uh, with her club. And she definitely does hit, uh, with this. So she is going to do some nice damage here. And as she hits him upside the head, she kind of takes it like she's hitting a home run and just swings it like a bat and his head pops straight off of his body and hits the opposite wall splashing into one of the murals of the devas that are in the floor god damn gavin's body falls down gross you're a very cool seeing this you hear frankenstein's voice emit from the halfling this time I'll see you all soon. And the the floor below the halfling opens up. It drops down in the chute, and it closes up again. Again, this halfling man, you he can't always evades us. I need those teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Collect the whole set. 
seeing that happen Millie looks at you guys she's like you guys we're so close we gotta keep going and she just rushes through the far doorway as you follow Millie down the corridor you see her reach just one final room and something about this room crackles with different energy and it seems very simple and yet you know that as with everything in this castle nothing is as it seems and so you see her enter into this room ahead of you And it is a simple stone wall, circular, much like the rest of them. And in the middle of the room stands a simple wooden door. Freestanding, nothing about it. And uh, you see her try it, and it opens, and she walks through, nothing. Walks back through, nothing. And she growls in frustration and grabs her hair, and she's like, okay, I'm going to try something, guys, but... Things are getting weird. I'm going to try something here. Take my pack just in case. And she hands Penelope, she hands you her pack. She's like, the notes are in there. Everything's in there. I don't know what's about to happen, but I have to try. What are and, you going to uh, do? Be careful. <laughs> careful? You know me. Never careful. And uh, she squarely faces the door, takes a deep breath, and then casts eldritch blast at this door at first nothing happens and she looks at you almost with relief in her eyes but once she takes one step towards you the floor below her quickly opens up and she falls swearing and cursing fear in her eyes as she looks to you for help before you can do anything she's already gone and the gaping maw of the floor closes back up seamless as if there were no trace of anything And you three are once again left alone. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. So now what am I supposed to believe? Is any of this for real? Well, it looks to me like you're trying to hide. Yeah, my mom always said, don't trust anybody. Maybe they'd want to know where you're hiding out tonight. Where did you get stuck? Thank you for returning my license, Joseph. That ding-dang detector pulled you. But she was married, you know. Stop being a little prick. Do you have your doubts? All right, kids. Say goodbye to Uncle Joseph. I'll handle it. Whoa, 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 there, buddy. Just say how sorry we are to hear about your parents. Why is she talking about you having a mustache? Do you want to take a walk? Three complete seasons of Dirt, an audio drama, are now available to binge wherever you listen to podcasts or at dirtaudiodrama.com.